Welcome to the Configure Price Code podcast. My name is Frank Sohn and I'm the founder of NoCPQ Consulting. This podcast is 100% focused on Configure Price Quote, also known as CPQ, and will provide you useful insights into this topic. My guest today is Ulf Harlow. Ulf is the CEO of the Center for Product Customization, which is based in Denmark and was spun off in 2007 from the Technical University in Denmark, in Copenhagen. He has a PhD in product development, architecture and platform design, and all his team members have at least a master's degree in engineering. Last but not least, he has partnerships with Tacton, Configit and PDC Windchill. Welcome, Ulf, to the CPQ podcast. Well, thank you for inviting me. Ulf, very excited to have you. But before we get started, uh, let's learn a little bit more about yourself. For example, you mentioned for this recording you're in Norway on vacation. Uh, what do you like to do in your spare time? Is that uh, something you like to do, uh, vacationing in Norway? Well, I'm, um, I'm actually a big fan of, of Norway. Uh, they have a lot of good skiing and a lot of possibility for going hiking there uh, as well, or mountain biking for that matter. And you're going more to the north of Norway or to the south? Uh, right now I'm in the middle of uh, of Norway, so yeah, in between. Hmm. And is that what you do in general? If you, if, you, if you don't work, that you go on vacations or you're trying to do some kind of sports? I actually do a, a lot of mountain biking. Uh, you can say in Denmark we don't have any mountains, but uh, we... We still have, uh, you know, mount, mountain biking teams. So I, I do a lot of that. Excellent. And I, I can tell you that's a lot of fun. I'm in Colorado and mountain biking is very big over here as well. No question. Now, I already mentioned that you founded the Center for Product Customization, so CPC. Tell us a little bit what you did before you founded that company. I graduated as a mechanical engineer and I actually did my, my master thesis uh, with a with a Danish vendor of uh, configuration systems, a company at that time called Biologic. And I actually had the opportunity to do my first, you can say, pilot project for an American company called Anderson Windows. And then after my master thesis, I did a PhD within this field of modular, modular architectures and modularization in, in general. And that was sort of the starting point for me getting into this field of configuration and, and modularization. And that that was initially also then, as I mentioned in the introduction, right, founded at the Technical University in Denmark. Yes, it's it's sort of a spin-off from from the university. Yeah. And how yeah, many people were involved in the beginning in this effort? Uh, in the beginning, it was only me, and then quite quickly we I had two colleagues uh, joining, and then today we are, yeah, it's we have existed for I think more than ten years, and and we have thirty employees today. Excellent. And I know one of the your, your employees was a, a guest on the podcast as well before, right? So Katrin, uh, so I think it's a very in, interesting company. Now, what are you most proud of after uh, all these years with CPC? I'm actually quite proud of how we have developed over time. You can say having today a business with, with 30 people, it requires that, that there are a number of clients out there that appreciate the work that we are doing. And I think we have we have um, grown a lot in, in terms of our services and, and the maturity of, of the services that we are doing uh, today. And I think uh, what's interesting is also to learn a little bit more about your company culture. I mentioned also that you have only people with a master's degree, right? So how does it impact the company culture for you? 
Yeah, it's correct. We we all uh, you can say we are more or less all uh, mechanical uh, engineers have have more or less the same background, but I think we are we are actually very much driven by by the products that we are delivering to our our clients. So we intend to to uh, to work a lot on site with our um, with our clients, and therefore you can say we are doing a lot of traveling. And when you're doing a lot of traveling, then you can say then it's very important for for us as a company then to have some other activities that brings us together. And therefore, you can say the the time that we spend in the office is very, very precious for us. And we have sort of an informal rule saying that every Friday we need to, everyone needs to be in 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 the office. So we so we have time for it for each other or, or for working together as well. And one of the things that we do besides doing all our work is that that we have, uh, for instance, our internal seminars where we take out time and and go to small conference centers, and then we spend time on. Uh, on on discussing the projects that we are um, uh, executing in order to learn from from these projects, and then besides that, we also have a lot of what we call internal clubs. So we have running clubs, bike clubs, uh, yeah, game clubs, and and so on, just to make sure that we do things together and that not like everything has to be work uh, related. And what do you consider the main strengths of CPC? Our expertise is very much this about. How do we actually create the how do we actually create the rules inside the the configurator? How do we actually you can say translate all the all the knowledge about the products and get that into the uh, the configurator? So that is our uh, our strength. Excellent. Now, it, in the CPQ, the CPQ area in general sees a lot of changes at this time, right? So, what's the most exciting part for you being in this product configuration and CPQ space at this time? I think we we have seen um, we have seen a lot of more interest in configuration here the last year or two, all the way from the beginning we actually started with with configuration, but then it has been a little bit slow for for some years. But the last two years uh, has been a significant uh, growth uh, in in this area, and I think there are two things that we are experiencing one now. One one is that that we see the configurators be more uh, cloud based which makes it so much easier for, for companies to start working with configurators. And then we see a lot of our clients where that are starting to, to take more benefits out of their uh, PDM systems, and their configurators can also play a very, very important role. And that's a great segue to my next question, which is basically, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about what CPC does and how you work with the partners I mentioned in the introduction, like Tacton, Configit, and PTC wind chill. Yeah, you can say that that we, in general, you can say we help our clients develop and manage their product families. What we often see is that our clients are experiencing that that they need to offer more and more products to the to the market, and at the same time, they're experiencing a growth in the complexity uh, in terms of of being able to manage all these products uh, um, in their supply chain. You can say modelization is, is one of the means that we can utilize to reduce the complexity, and configuration configuration is one of the the tools that we can that we can use actually to manage all the variants that that we have. And my next question is, why did you decide to hire only people with a master's degree? Did you do that on purpose, or did it happen more by accident? We are so lucky that on the Technical University of Denmark. Um, there are, you can say, two professors. One professor, Nelson Mortensen, that has, uh, who is an expert in modelization, and then we have Lars Wang, who is an expert in uh, configuration. 
and and you can say everyone that we hire have either done their, their master degree within modularization or uh, configuration. So that's sort of the reason for, for having colleagues that has a, a master degree. But did you do that on, on purpose? So because you absolutely have to have the skills to do the, uh, to do the work you do with your customers or was that just happening by accident because you all knew the same people? I think it has been very, very important for us that, that we are sure that, that the people that we hire has the competences and, and the skills that we need for these kind of uh, projects here. Hmm. So it's it's definitely something we've done on purpose. Excellent, excellent. Now, uh, a lot of the CPQ firms, vendors and system integrators are growing quite a bit. What do you expect for CPC in 2020 concerning business growth, expansion, hiring? As far as you can share, obviously. <laughs> but but I of course expect that we will grow as as, as what we have done until now. Mm. I don't see anything that sort of limiting us in 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 this way. As, as I mentioned earlier, we, we see a lot of attention on on configuration and also on 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 PDM at at this moment here. So so I'm quite sure we will grow mm. uh, in these two areas. Excellent. So but since we just talked about that, uh, how much uh, interest do you see also in pricing, for example, as Is that uh, also something you see quite a bit? Uh, absolutely, and I would say pricing has, of course, always been um, very, very important when, when you do a configuration systems. But actually, one of, one of the things that I sometimes are wondering a little bit is that, 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 that people have a tendency to have a lot of focus on all the technical rules and all the pricing, but what some of the companies sometimes are forgetting is also to use the configurator actually to guide the customers into, you can say, the more uh, profitable uh, products, because I think we actually have a, a great opportunity here to actually to sell more profitable products than, than what we're doing today. Great. Now, let's look a little bit on who an ideal customer is for CPC, right? Do you specialize on any specific industries, company sizes, geographic locations, anything else that's worth yeah, mentioning? You can, you, you can say that, that the ideal um, client for us, um, they must have some kind of complexity that they need to manage. And that complexity can either be that it's a product with many components or it's product with many variants. Um, that, that's sort of the, the starting point. And then, then normally it's, it's, it's clients that, are, that have some kind of mechanical products. Of course, there's very few products today that only have mechanics. Uh, but there has to be some kind of uh, mechanics, electronics uh, in, in the products in order for us really to to prove our, our skills uh, here. Mm. And then you can say, of course, since we are located in Denmark, many of our clients, or at least our business started in, in Denmark, but you can say today we, we are, I would say, minimum two-thirds of our activities is outside uh, Denmark. And of course, it's Europe most of the time, but... As of today, we also have activities in, in, in Canada and, and South Korea. Then let's talk a little bit about your CPQ solution partners that I mentioned earlier, Configit and Tacton. Why did you decide to partner with them, aside from them being local CPQ vendors in Scandinavia? Yeah, uh, of course, it's quite natural when, when they are sort of in our, our backyard. We started with, with Configit because we did a project for, uh, for a configuration vendor called uh, 3D Factor that was acquired by Configit. And then that project actually carried on for, I think, four, five, six years. And therefore, it was quite natural for us to, uh, to partner up with Configit after that. And then lately, uh, we have partnered up with uh, Tacton. 
And that's primarily actually due to that Catherine uh, that you have interviewed earlier uh, has a lot of experience with, uh, with Tecton and, and, and it seems like, yeah, it seems like a quite good match for us uh, mm. to partner up with them as, as well. What's from your point of view anyway the biggest differences between Tacton and Configit for our listeners who are not familiar with the two if, if you just have uh, two or three high level differences between these two solutions? Yeah, um, I don't know if I know exactly all the, the technical differences but, but I can see that Configit has a lot of focus on the automotive at, uh, at the time and, um, and Tacton has had some success with this um, Uh, cloud solution and a lot with uh, integrations toward uh, CAT systems uh, as well. If you need to know what's happening in the CPQ world, have a look at our monthly CPQ Circle subscription. It has a state of CPQ, industry trends, news, tips and tricks, and an event calendar that shows CPQ-related industry events eight months out. Try it today, you won't regret it. Go to novoscpq.com, look for services, and then select subscriptions to sign up. Excellent. And when you work with customers, what do you recommend them to do before they actually select any solution, right? So and, and not just the two, but in general, if they select the product configurator or a CPQ solution. I think it's it's really really important that that you are very clear on what what are the benefits that you would like to achieve uh, with with the system before you before you actually start so so you can scope the project in the in the right way. Anything else that customers can do on their own as preparation before the project starts with you? I think it's really important to really make sure that you have uh, that you have the right people uh, in the team. And I would especially say that that the end users, it's so important that they are on board because they are they are going to use the system after all afterwards. And if they don't feel like it's it's their system, it can be very very difficult to get them to to buy into the system afterwards. And what does a typical project for your team look like? How much effort is involved? How much time do you typically spend on this? You do that on site or you do it remote? Um, and then it's also interesting to see, do you do that mostly for the product configurator or also you're also doing it for pricing, quoting, workflow and other areas as well? Yeah, I think what we normally do is that we, we actually put a little bit extra focus in the beginning on, on the products that are going to be uh, represented in, in the configurator afterwards. So trying to try to map up what, what are the variants that we are going to manage in there and then trying to say what, what are the rules that we are going to manage uh, in there. Because as soon as you, you somehow understand that, then you can start making quick and dirty uh, mock-ups that you can go out in, in the organization to show what configuration could be for, for, for this uh, company. And how long is a typical project for CPC? Um, normally, it's something that takes one to two months to do this kind of work. It doesn't mean that we need to be involved full-time in, in, in this period, but it takes a little time for, for the, the company really to understand what are the benefits of, of these uh, configurators. Hmm. And you're going to be on-site or you're doing that remote? No, we always go on-site. Our, our, our general um, approach is always that we try to be two to three days uh, on-site uh, with our clients because 
it's for us, it's our only way really to be engaged with, with our clients and, and it's, it's their way also to, to get to learn us uh, how we act and, and, and so on. And now I would like to go back a little bit because so far we focus more on product configuration and product management, but I guess you are also talking about pricing and coding uh, as well, correct? Yes. So, for instance, topics like like uh, pricing and costing and, and and quotation letters are also something that are addressed. But I would say in most cases that we have worked, then then it has, the focus has actually been getting the the cost calculations correctly. Because many companies sort of use that as as a starting point for the for the pricing, mm-hmm. even though I believe that all uh, school books tell us that that pricing should should not be based on cost. That's then it's still many companies that are basing their pricing based upon cost. Yeah. When you look at this, and I guess you're referring to cost plus, so I determine the cost of a product and then I add the, the desired margin on top of it. When you look at this, how, what percentage of your customers is still doing this costing approach? I would say 99%, to be honest. Okay, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. It's it's still very common, right? So now, the, which is a good segue probably to the next question. What do you and your team typically see as the biggest challenges for a successful CPQ project or product configuration project? I think there are two. Um, and the biggest one is maybe uh, change management. How do you actually get the organization really really to buy into this and 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 bring this to life uh, afterwards that's definitely one one big challenge and then the other one is also that sometimes we have so much focus on bringing in too many details into the configurator that maybe it's sometimes it's better actually to to uh, to start a little with a little bit smaller scope in terms of amount of configuration rules that you want to manage but also in terms of uh, integrations I think something that's also very interesting is there are lots of different developments in the CPQ area right now, advanced capabilities or adjacent capabilities like machine learning, visualization, smart manufacturing, e-commerce. There's a whole bunch of different things, right? What do you see in the market with the customers that you're working in? How much interest do you see in these areas that I mentioned? I think it has um, all the all the topics that you mentioned there has a lot of uh, lot of attention, but I also I think uh, I think the reality is actually there are some of the very very basic stuff that they need to get in place before they actually can move on to all these uh, advanced uh, features, and and you can say these basic things are also things that that has a very very big positive uh, business impact if if they get that in in, in place. And by that, I mean simply just get a configurator that is working, and then you can always build on top of that with with all the the nice visualization, all the other things uh, on top of that. And and how much do your customers know these differences between the product configurator and then the the advanced stuff that I just mentioned? Are they really all aware of these different capabilities? Are they interested in this? Do they ask you for it? I would say that the thing that has the most attention at the moment with the clients that we are working with is actually the advanced visualization capabilities that, that are coming. Hmm. And, uh, and I would say it really, some of the, the functionalities that we see nowadays, it really, really looks looks good. Hmm. But it's also, it, it's a big work to get it really to work uh, nicely. And tell us a little bit more what you mean by advanced visualization. 
Um, I mean, um, all this where, where you can have the product in front of you on, on your on, on your screen and you can turn things around and you can and you can do selection and you can see colors changing or, or new features appearing on on your products. And are customers interested or do they actually buy these capabilities as well? They are very interested in it and, and I see them also buying buying these capabilities. Hmm. But the and thing is, that, uh, as I said earlier, that you, you need to get the basic uh, to work before you actually can start uh, using the, the visualization. And let me ask one more follow-up question on the visualization, right? So from your experience, when you would say out of the 10 customers that you see that are interested in visualization, how many actually go ahead and buy it then? I would say at least half of them at the moment. And since we talk about these tips, right? So you have any other tips uh, what successful or your most successful customers do that's working really well and that's getting them real results at the end. Anything that you can share? I would say mainly this about start start small and then get a success and then you start scaling from from there on. And mm -hmm. then uh, then this about making sure that you have the end users involved somehow. So mm -hmm. so we get some buy in from the organization. Then uh, one question I ask every one of the guests here is also if you have any product configuration or CPQ sort leaders that you listen to, that you are asking for advice, any events uh, that, that were very helpful. Is there anything that you can share? I would say I'm, or we are very much inspired I would say, uh, from the clients that, that we are working with. I think we, we learn a lot from, from say, their needs, their challenges. Uh, that that's how that's what's driving our business but then of course we're also uh, listening a lot to to the two professors at the technical U university Nesenak Mortensen and, and Lars Vam because they they are also say uh, thought leaders in in, in their small uh, small fields here excellent and are there any events across Europe that you recommend that you attend with your team because they uh, provide lots of useful information for you and your team It has primarily been these partner meetings that are either arranged by Tacton or uh, uh, Configit. What's a good way for interested listeners to learn more about um, you, your team, how you work and how they can work with you? But uh, everyone is, of course, welcome to, to contact me either on LinkedIn or my email address, which is uha at pfmp.com or on our website, uh, pfmp.com Excellent Ulf that was very interesting thanks for taking the time to visit us at the podcast today You're more than welcome I'd like to thank everyone for listening and hope you learned something interesting today if you like the podcast please go ahead and rate it on iTunes or share it with your friends and colleagues in the meantime you can find us online at www.novocpq.com so long everyone 